0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick live from the VR shop here in rainy and gloomy Las Vegas right now. Please visit us at hypercleanstore.com at the redesigned website. I think uh, we're getting a great response from it. So visit us there. Always feel free to email us at info at hypercleanstore.com. So just got back to the shop. We actually did a mobile, had to had to hop in and help on uh, last minute mobile coding. We put Uno on a Ford Raptor that we've been taking care of the last few years uh, that the clients had it, I I really don't understand why most detailers, especially mobile or shop, aren't selling just a ton of these Uno jobs. Great on the customer, it's a great install experience. It's a very calm install experience. You're not sitting there, you know, worried and and sweating the outcome. I mean, it's just such a great product to use, and it's one of our one of my favorite products that we have in our lineup. I, I I've used nothing but uno on this truck the last couple years and i gotta tell you i I love it uh you know and the truck looks great that ford trim which can get splotchy and kind of look ugly pretty quickly looks unbelievable since it's been it had it's basically had uno on it from the very beginning uh, out of the dealership so again that's kind of what i did this morning Uh, Yesterday, we got to work on a a Mercedes, basically a Mercedes Winnebago knockoff. This guy got it right from the dealership, brought it. We put windshield film on it, then put glass over the windshield film. He's going to be taking it on some crazy terrain. We're sending it to get Line-X all over the bottom of the vehicle, and then we're going to coat the rest of the vehicle as well. Uh, It's been a pretty eventful week. Uh, We had other, you know, obviously we had a bunch of collection work and different things like that. But today, what I want to talk about is something that happened yesterday inside my company. And I want everybody to kind of follow along with me and kind of understand why I'm talking about this. I'm talking about it because as a detailer, it could be frustrating. As a car enthusiast listening to this, you should never have one of these on your car in my opinion. So had a client call us the very end into the weekend last week and say, hey, just got a brand new Ferrari. Great. No problem. We'll see you on Thursday. We'll make sure it gets an assessment. After the assessment, we'll give you our full plan with the vehicle. This customer's been with me 10 years. So there was some odd behavior around the conversation. I talked to his assistant. There was some odd behavior he was asking how he can wipe dust off the car, stuff he's never brought up in 10 years. So already there was a bunch of red flags, right? And and, and all of you have been in these situations, or if you're just starting your career, you'll definitely be in these situations. And if you're an enthusiast, you'll kind of understand what I'm getting at here. So I already have red flags last week going, he's never acted this way with these cars, any of his cars, and he's got a bunch of them. I don't know what's going on. And by the way, he's got Ferraris at other houses. I mean, you know, Ferrari's no big deal for him. He's got a private jet. You know, this is a wealthy, wealthy man, and, and he he's a guy that doesn't need to be sweating this car. Especially, it's a Ferrari Roma. It's not as if you know he he bought the most rare Ferrari. He's got three or four more expensive Ferraris in his collection. I I don't understand the behavior. So the red flags kind of went up a week ago. So I meet my guys yesterday morning and I said, Hey, I'm going to walk into the house with you, which I don't normally do on this client because my guys got it. My team is, is, is great. They don't need me in their way. We just sort of meet in the morning and, and they're on their way. So I start walking up to the house and I see the garage door open where this car was. And I go, please tell me that's not what I'm seeing. My guy goes, what are you talking about? I said, that new Ferrari, has he got a car cover on it? Now we're probably at this point five, six, 700 feet away. Okay. So he goes, well, maybe it's red. I go, no, it's not red. It's blue. I said, so I know it's not red. My guy looks at me. I look at him. I'm like, we got a problem. I And I explained to him on what happened over the weekend. I'm like, you know, something's going on with this car. So we get in. We start pulling the car cover off. Client comes out and goes, hey, do you know how to drive this? (laughs) Being dead serious. I've been taking care of his cars for 10 years. We've driven. I mean, he's got a Taycan. He's got a couple other Ferraris. He's had, um, you know, a bunch of Raptors. He's got Teslas. He's got, uh, you know, Navigator Black Label. I mean, the list goes on. He's got a private jet. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And again, this isn't even the most expensive Ferrari that he owns. I always respect how somebody wants their car treated. We respect it. There's a lot of people that do things with their car that isn't exactly what we would recommend all the time, but it's their car. It's their experience. But there's an uneducated thing around car covers and That's what I want to have the conversation about. So we take the car cover off. We have this little interaction. My guy is, you know, having a laugh about it. We blow it off. Look, man, I don't take offense to things like that. It's whatever. It's not the right, it's not the way I would handle things. It's not what I would do, but he's allowed to do what he wants to do. And he's been my client a long time. And I got a lot of respect for all the money that's been spent with us and never really had an issue like this. So we assess the vehicle and as anybody that knows, Ferraris out of the factory are not in great shape. This vehicle is not in good shape. We make an assessment, we send it to his assistant and I said, "Oh, by the way, stop putting the car cover on the car." He's going to want to drive it, it becomes a pain. It also scratches the paint getting it on and off. It gathers dust and debris. That dust and debris is then on the on or in the car cover. And then it's spread across the car. And then it's wiped across the car with the car cover. The list goes on. Why did the car cover show up? And, you know, they're very nice people. I deal with, I don't know. It's surprising us all. We don't know what happened. Out of character on all accounts. So I always wonder how this stuff happens. We just had some work done at our house. And we got the best compliment that I can get. We had somebody come to our house after the work was done, and specifically some patchwork we had. We moved some lights in our dining room, so they had the patch. a drywall guy had to patch where the lights were moved from, and then paint over it, whatever. Folks, you can't even see it was done. Now how do we have this guy on our team? And I'm going to beat this dead horse on this podcast for the rest of my life, probably. Because you can have such an enjoyable life if you understand the world of hiring people. Hiring experts to do what they're great at. So this person comes into our house and go, when did you have this done? It was literally 24 hours before. I can't even tell any dry work, drywall work or paint work has been done at all. Which you can't. How did we get that service? How do we get great lighting installation? How do we get great stuff? Because we hire professionals and we stay out of the way. And boy, oh boy, it's a freeing feeling because I never even saw the people. I was at work. My family handled it. They were working at the time or in the house, so they couldn't watch over them. They didn't stand over the person and say, hey, you got hired, paid top dollar to an expert in their field, and magically, you never know we had the work done. I don't know how to do drywall work. Could I YouTube it? I'm sure I could. And now we get into the car cover fiasco. How did the car cover show up on this car? Just the same way they show up on a lot of cars. Somebody read something on the internet. Somebody saw a YouTube video. Somebody talked to a stupid car salesman who doesn't know what he's talking about at Ferrari, which I think that's the culprit here. But I don't know that for sure. Just my speculation. And they never asked the expert that they've been working with for 10 years. Now, there's a lot of ways to take this. Frustration could be the most obvious way. Mine was more laughing, having a joke about it, and a little frustration. So when we give our proposal on this Ferrari Roma, it's met with well, I think Ferrari did something to the car. I don't think we need to do this or I don't think we need to do that, right? That's what it was met with. Completely counterintuitive to the way that we've handled things with this client. In 10 years, this is an out of character type of move. So what do you do? It's been a week. Now the car cover shows up, so I got to explain the car cover thing, because now I'm on a conference call, and I'm being questioned as though the car cover isn't an issue. So let me walk people through the car cover fiasco that can take place. By the way, every single person has detailed cars for a long time and has come across car covers. Again, we're talking about a Ferrari car cover. It's as good as they get form-fitting. It's not going to slap all over the paint, but let's make something clear. 99% of car covers you come across should not be on a car ever, shouldn't even be built, shouldn't have anything to do with being on a car. So we are talking about 1% in the kind of car cover that he has. There's no question. But this is why it shouldn't be on the car at all, in my opinion. So you have this perfect car cover. It's in the 1% of car covers. It fits perfectly. It's meant for the car. It fits tight. It fits snug. It's not slapping all over the paint. So what's the big deal, Nick? Well, here's the big deal. You put a car cover on a car, and then that car cover collects all this dirt, debris, instead of the paint. That's the whole sales point of point. Great. Awesome theory. Now, it takes two guys to get the cover off, And when getting the cover off, some of that debris, dust, dirt, whatever is falling onto the car. You're hoping it's not falling onto the car before you're pulling off the car cover because that could scratch it. Now all this dirt and debris is caught in the fibers of the car cover. So now the car cover's off. We hope we did everything safely. We clean the car. We detail it. The car looks perfect. In between detailing and putting the car cover back on, did you get it dry cleaned? Did you get all the dust, dirt, debris, and everything out of the car cover? Because mind you, when you take a car cover up, you kind of roll it back off the car a little bit. And now the underside's kind of touching the top side. I mean, let's all be honest. It's not the most easy thing to get off the car without having the bottom of the car cover or the underneath side of the car cover touch the top of the car cover. So the car cover's pretty damn contaminated. How many of you would take a microfiber towel with a bunch of dirt, dust, and debris and wipe it on the car? Well, I'd assume none of you. Even the enthusiasts listening to this know better than to do that. So how do I get the car cover back on? It's covered with all the dirt, all the debris, hasn't been dry cleaned. How do I get it back on the car safely? Can somebody explain that to me? The answer is you can't. So now I'm taking a contaminated car cover that served its purpose exactly one time. Fresh out of the box, perfectly clean onto the car, which fresh out of the box, I'm sure it's not clean either. But let's say you had it dry cleaned. Okay. Let's say you had it dry cleaned, which you didn't. Let's say you did. As soon as I take it out of the dry cleaning wrapper, dust, dirt, debris, that's in the air especially out here in the desert is now starting to collect in it and now dust dirt and debris have started to collect on the top of your car because that's what happens as soon as you clean your car in a place like the desert in a place like florida in a place like new york in a place like indiana a place like washington what happens you got stuff flying around the air and you have little things fall on the paint it's not a bad thing it's what happens even if it's climate controlled even if it's a top five percent garage you'll ever be in there's still things floating in the air. And now the things that are floating in the air are on my paint. So I have this perfectly dry cleaned car cover that I went through all this trouble. Now it's out in the elements. So things are dropping on it. Now I'm yanking it across the panel and mind you, I had to get the car back in the garage or the car has been sitting in the garage and now things have fallen on it. Now I got to take the car cover and, and take it across the paint, but it's a form fitting, perfect car cover. But here's the reality of all of it. There's no way to get that car cover on and off the car consistently without damaging paint. Forget all the things that can happen to paint systems when car covers are on there too long, shrinking the paint system, et cetera. Forget all that. Forget all the really bad stuff you've seen. And let's talk about how do you get the car cover on and off a car safely? You can't. There's not a human alive that can There's too much going on in the elements. There's too much going on if you actually had the car cover on for a month, two months, three months. Yeah, there's a problem. We have a problem. And the only reason that car covers keep being put on cars is because somebody's listening to somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. Now, let's go to the other flip side. I know whatever somebody's thinking. Well, I found this one time and I really needed a car cover. Yep, me too. I've had times a uh, car can't be moved. There's going to be work around the car. We're going to put a car cover on. The car cover on is going to stay on until we can pull it off because the work is done. Then it's sent to a dry cleaner. It's bagged up and sealed until the next time we need to use it. But it's not put back onto the car. It's there as a protectant because things are going on in the garage around it. There are reasons to have car covers. But it's not the reason everybody thinks. Let's say my car is going to sit for a month. I'm going to have no work done around the car, but it's going to collect dust. I don't want my car to get dusty. Well, dust on paint is not in and of itself damaging. It's what we do to clean the dirt and dust and debris off the car that inflicts the damage. So I'm in my garage. I'm going to be gone out of town for work for a month or two months or three months. I'm going to cover my car because I don't want anything to happen. People are going to be working around your car. No, nobody's going to be at my house. Okay, then you don't need a car cover. See how limited car covers really are? If I'm going to have work done around a car that I absolutely cannot move, which we take care of some collections if that's the truth, these cars really can't be moved, okay? Be too much of a hassle. We're going to cover the car. Work is going to get completed. The car cover is going to come off. The car cover is going to go to dry cleaning. It's going to get perfectly cleaned. It's going to be sealed up. And the only time that car cover comes out ever again is if we're in the same position to protect the car from something happening. You know, one of the things that happens in delivery of a lot of, you know, let's take cars like Range Rover that come over on a boat. Porsche, those types of cars, Ferrari, doesn't matter. They put car covers on them. And everybody goes, well, they put car covers on them. Have you ever seen a car cover go wrong brought over on salt water? We got some guys sharing in hyperclean specialist their their experience with car covers and salt water and those types of things because you watch somebody do something doesn't make it right doesn't make it right or it's beneficial at all doesn't matter we have very little time that a car cover makes sense and we still see it just like we still see california dusters and we still and people are allowed to do what they want make no mistake if my customer tells me even after getting all the information he wants his car cover on we're going to put the car cover on to the best of our ability, but he's going to be made aware of exactly the kind of damage that's going to be inflicted. We live in a strange time when so many of us know the right thing to do, but enthusiasts and our customers are going to do what they're going to do, and there's nothing we can do about it. We can just educate. We can just try to be the the voice of reason. And after 24 years of doing this and the last 12 of owning my business, you know what I realized? Being a great customer is hiring the right people and walking away. When they're done, you check their work because they're human. You make sure it was done right. You keep hiring them if they keep doing great work for you. The next part of it is Everyone that seemingly has a tough customer experience all the time has the same exact mode of operation. They hire people, they micromanage, they fail. And after 10 years, should this customer see things differently? Yeah, and for the most part, he does. But he read something on the internet, which we pretty much got confirmation on, talked to an uneducated salesperson at Ferrari, And he's been led down a path that hasn't been in his existence the last 10 years of doing business. And so I'm here to tell you, stop the car cover madness. It's over. It's unnecessary. 99.9% of the time I've seen a car cover, it's been absolutely not needed. And it's been absolutely a negative. I have a Bentley story where a car cover absolutely destroyed a Bentley in storage, but it fit perfectly. It was made by Bentley and high quality and this European company, you know, the details cars, they know everything because they sell, oh, they sell car covers. Now we're understanding, right? Are there very limited reasons for car covers? Yes. Have I seen a bunch of reasons? No. And so for all you car cover Loving people, this is not the episode for you. But we got a pretty cool spec Ferrari Roma, blue brown interior. I like it. It's an okay one. It's an okay car, and I'm, I'm not really crazy about what's going on at the entry level of of Ferrari. Not to bore everybody, but you know their SUV is going to be interesting. Uh, did they slap something together? Did they put some real thought into it. I think the design is decent. We're going to have to see the execution here, but. Don't put car covers on your car. And don't hire people and not lean on them when you get new cars or when you hire them to do work at your home or whatever it is, your IT guy, doesn't matter. It's been an interesting week. And when I roll up and I see a car cover, I couldn't believe my eyes. I hope all of you had a great week. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next detailed car collection.